Support for this podcast comes from Scout Books, a collaborative notebook maker from sunny Portland, Oregon. Scout Books helps you make your own pocket-sized notebooks to capture and share your big ideas. Plus, good news, Nocturnal Emotions listeners can take 10% off any online order by visiting scoutbooks.com backslash nocturnal. Now, on with the show. Welcome to Nocturnal Emotions, everybody. I am your host, Harmar Superstar, a.k.a. Sean Tillman, taking you on a flight of fancy into the nighttime where the feeling is so right. I have conversations with people that I admire and I like what they do, artists, writers, uh, just people from around, musicians that I like, uh, and I hope that you will like too. We have conversations, talk about whatever the fuck we feel like, and uh, we appreciate you eavesdropping, being a fly on the wall, being part of it, yelling along with us, doing whatever you do as you drive to work or sit in your cubicle or lay in your bed thinking about a better life. And guess what? Your life is great. Don't don't deny yourself that. That feeling's good. You're here. We're all in the present. <laughs> it's been a good week. Uh, full-on summertime stuff in New York City. I'm going to a lot of outdoor concerts. We got to see Adam Green and Binky Shapiro play. Finally, I finally got to see them play their new album, which I love so much, uh, at Central Park Summer Stage this week, opening for the Zombies, who were great when they played a few songs off Odyssey and Oracle in a row, and then I really lost interest when Colin Bluntstone told some long-winded-ass stories. But I guess that's the spirit of this show, too. We tell long-winded-ass stories, so I can't get mad at him for that, but... uh <laughs> It felt a little old guy, so we left. But, uh, you know, all, the, all that shit. Northside Festival played a grand victory this week. It was a really fun, great show. Thanks to everybody who came and packed that place out. It was a really sweaty, good time. Uh, I have this, uh, this habit of raising my arm over my head. Whenever I'm recording these intros and outros and ad things by myself, I'm always pointing towards the ceiling. I don't know why. I don't do that in regular conversation, but it's happening right now. And uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just amping myself up. Maybe I am taking my mind off my heavy breathing into the <laughs> into the microphone. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but that's what I do. This week, I'm excited to head back to Minnesota to go to a wedding in International Falls, way up there, way by Canada. Sick shit. Good times can't wait to go to a wedding and party in that fashion wedding partying guys that's all that's you know this summer i'm not playing that many shows i'm playing here and there but uh i am gonna be on a full-on tour of going to weddings everyone's getting married what's up with that it's cool i like to celebrate i like to travel about so uh you know i'm not complaining i'm just saying that's what's going down uh so i'll be all over the goddamn place but this week my guest is a good friend of mine. I've known him for years. He is Ryan Jarman of the band The Cribs out of uh, Wakefield, UK. And uh, he also has a new band called Exclamation Pony that he's uh, basing out of New York right now. Very excited that he's living over here. Uh, so I get to see him as much as I, as much as I want. Uh, I've known him for 10 years since The Cribs started, since they were teenagers. I saw one of their first shows in London. And... Uh, Man, love those guys. One of my favorite bands. If you haven't haven't heard the Cribs, you're uh, you're missing out because they write amazing pop songs and play them in like this uh, uh, just great. The spirit of punk lives are a power trio. You know you don't see many great power trios happening uh, lately. You know, and when you do, you got to appreciate that shit because it's hard to do. It's hard to pull off, and uh, these guys do it so well. I just love their, uh, they write pop songs, but they, they put them under a scuzzy sheen that I love. Um, but anyway, without further ado, here is my conversation with the awesome, radical, 
Brian James Jarman of the Cribs. I believe his middle name is James. I don't know. I think I don't think I made that up. Anyway, Ryan Jarman of the Cribs. Check it out. Ryan. Hey, Sean. <laughs> that was like the, the most, like, for some reason, that was the, the most awkward, uh, in, you know. Yeah, I know. I didn't even give you any warning. No. I just went into it. Okay. <laughs> so we had to do it, though. It's all it's how it works. Yeah. Welcome to the Masturbatorium. Hi. <laughs> so what's been happening, man? I haven't seen you uh, besides, you know, just yesterday. I know. Well, it's because, um, like, you, you know, the reason you haven't seen me is my phone broke, though. So, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, kind of. Missing for a little while, but I got, um, like, then it was, it was, I think it was, like, this time last week, I came down with kidney stones. Ah, that's insane, man. I know, so, but that, as a result, that means that the, the whole of the last week, I've just been, like, just, like, laid in bed, kind of, <clears throat> not doing anything at all, but it was, because I'm just scared of the pain coming back, it, like, you know what I mean? It was yeah. the worst pain that I've ever been in my entire life, like, what? I mean, undoubtedly so they just, they the just worst. have to come out, they just have to come out the old... Hole. Yeah, that's like the only the choice. Do, yeah. Well, that's that's the worst thing is you go into the hospital and you're in this like insane amount of pain. Like when the stone gets into like you know it gets into one of the tubes, it's really that's when it's really painful. And um, so that happened, and I was like screaming the hospital down. They gave me like three shots of morphine, and nothing, <clears throat> nothing helps. I was still like Ugh. in really bad pain, so I just had to ride it out for for like two hours or something, and then. The worst thing is, is like you think you're okay after that, and you're like, man, I never want to go through that again. And then they send you out of the hospital, and yeah, all they tell you is, okay, it's gonna make its way out like really soon. Yeah, and it's gonna feel kind of like that again, you know. But you just have to just go home and just like deal with it, you know, just wait for Ugh. the wait for the pain to return when it decides that it's gonna. Um, and there's a lot of blood as well, you know. Yeah, that's when, when, when it's it? there's a lot of blood. Oh. So. so it's just. <laughs> So it's just like basically like fucking scraping through your every yeah. tube. It was kind of like, like that's it. It was kind of like strangely exciting on the day when it when it did leave and the you know because and yeah I was saying there's a lot of blood. It was very dramatic. Yeah, it? but it was like you just kind of glad that it was over. You know yeah. What I mean? so. But is it just one or is there like more than one that comes I think out? Like it's just one. But there was all sort. There were all obviously <clears throat> after being on tour and stuff for like the last 10 years like there was all manner of other things that they found that like may or may not be wrong you know yeah um, and it's just a case of like i think it's just like the whole thing of like your body giving you a warning and you know now yeah. it's kind of like you gotta kind of start to slow down which which sucks you know but um i'm still you know it was only as soon as as soon as it passed and I was fine, I was just, like, straight back. Like, <laughs> to normal, really, you know what I mean? So. Well, that's the thing, though. I mean, like, kidney stones happen to, like, any it's like any guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just, like, some normal guy who doesn't really even drink or whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, like, you can have well, a guy who drinks too much real- milk or something. You know what I mean? Like That's the thing. It's not, it, <laughs> like, apparently, it's not related to, like, drinking at all. Yeah. You know? But, again, some of the other things I've found may have been, but uh, I don't know. It's, <clears throat> you know, I'm not really... I'm just not thinking about it anymore. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I just always like that thing of once something is is done, you just start thinking. Well, yeah, anymore, that's the thing. Know, like, so. like doctors always want to do. That. I mean, they always tell you not to drink on antibiotics, which isn't true. Yeah. They tell you to like, but that's just because it's bad to drink with pills. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it's just like all these general things where you're like, well, except that I'm superhuman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but that's the reason I've been kind of missing for the last week. You know. Um, and th- th- like th- that's it you know now i'm back and uh i'm kind of i'm just ready to just get back to just doing stuff again yeah, dude. Suppose, summertime know. yeah summer in new york is fun as hell and uh and i'm wanting to get this single like you know we've got this single like getting ready get, getting ready to put that out so I'm just yeah like, like <laughs> is this for the the new for the exclamation pony project? yeah your new your new thing yeah so that's like you know that the, we put out the the free track which we put you know that that, was, that seems like such a long time ago now and then we did um, and then people people can get it like i have the sticker right here yeah. If you want the free track, it's at soundcloud.com backslash exclamation pony. Yeah. Go get the song Rumors. Yeah. So th- then that came out ages ago, and it just seems like such a long time. But then we've got, we finally got the, the new single ready. I mean, all the tracks have been recorded for ages, you know, like most of the records have been recorded yeah. for ages. But we're going to do it with, you know, we're putting the single out with Julian, and yeah, he, cult he's and a perfectionist, you oh, know, yeah. which as a result, everything is great. You know yeah. what I mean? Everything, all the artwork looks really good. Like, the, you know, the mix is like perfect. And you know, we're going to make a video, and that's going to be awesome. But as a result, everything just kind of like takes a long time. Yeah. You know? But yeah. I, I'm happy for it to, to work. 
for it to all be good. You know, totally. is it just one right. song? You doing like a digital thing? You doing? A, it's like, just gonna be vinyl? two tracks on on vinyl, and then. Sweet. Um, but yeah, it's it's just kind of like I already have the album ready as well, so it, it's kind of weird to wait such a long time to put the single out when you actually have the record ready. Yeah. But I'm kind of, as I was saying, I'm like. I'm like I'm really happy with the results that he gets. So I'm yeah. happy to wear, you know. And that's and with Sean Everett mixing and yeah, yeah Sean was mixing. So yeah, good, yeah, he's awesome. So I'm yeah, I'm just gonna wait for that to come out. You know, but it's just um, it's just kind of in their time. You know, like I keep getting people asking me when it's gonna, the next yeah. thing's gonna be out, and I just don't know what to tell them. I can't say, oh yeah, it's gonna be out. Uh, you know, really yeah. soon because if it was up to me, it would come out you know, like as soon as possible. But yeah, yeah. we're just waiting on. It's cool waiting, though, like the, the way they they take their time, but like they'll surprise you with like little things that they're doing. And, yeah, like, all of a sudden you'll get like, like I got these like, like weird like I don't even know if they're metal or plastic like badges uh, yeah. made like these like nah, that's cool, weird anchor man. things. You yeah, know what I mean? They'll just surprise me with cool little things where I'm like, oh wow, that's the thing. That was happening. I feel like they really <laughs> care. Awesome. You know, I feel like as a label, like they really care about like the product that they're putting out. You know, yeah. that's what's so cool about it. And, like, I also think that one of the things I really like about cult is it's it's kind of cultivating um, like its own identity you know the label has its its own aesthetic and like yeah. you know it only like signs stuff and keeps the roster small and keeps stuff that is within its uh, aesthetic I think so. yeah well, but yeah you get all these involved. cool things like yeah these like like metal badges and stuff yeah and, yeah it's just attention to, it just like they're just good for attention to detail I think of yeah guys. and whenever you go in the office there's just like Ten awesome mm. girls like working on stuff, yeah. <laughs> you know, and you're exactly. saying Richard like chilling, like it's and it's just awesome. Well, that was one of the things I was always worried about, you know, with like the, um, you know, with with the record industry in general. Like, I was always worried that with um, with things becoming more accessible and with things going digital, like, like the the quality control would go down. You know, the quality control of a product would go down. I'm sure that that's like definitely true of a lot of labels. So yeah, yeah. I see that those guys. Uh, still spending time on trying to get stuff right and yeah, yeah, making totally. stuff look nice and that kind because that you know that, that's that, I was always worried about that you know the quality of stuff going down with it becoming more accessible you know yeah well I mean yeah and that's like I think we were talking about this yesterday like <clears> when you this is like it's more of a project over there uh, but like uh, you know if you're getting to like some like major label situations sometimes it feels like you're part of someone's day job yeah or, you know exactly, what I mean yeah. like, like there's no like yeah, we were talking about care. that. In the yeah. Pack, yeah, yeah. You just you're always under that thing within the music industry. I think that you, like you, you know, you meet so many people that you know, and you think, oh, these guys are cool. But then you realize that if the if you weren't working with them necessarily, like, yeah. you know, would you, you know, you wouldn't necessarily have know them. Or you don't even know them. Yeah, a lot of the, you know, I've met a bunch of people like like in, you know, during the last ten years. That yeah, you think these people are just doing it because it's their job and it's their day job, and they don't really care about it, yeah, like whatsoever. And that's, it's just a bummer. Like realizing stuff like that is just a bummer. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I think you like to think that um, everyone's in it because they, they have this like greater belief that like uh, you know that music will prevail. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know, it sounds like kind of vaguely um, dramatic or whatever, but like I don't know. I've always seen like being a musician is being it is important. You know, it's kind of like it's it's a it's a fucking important job, man. You know, people yeah. need this and people need it. Yeah, know? totally, man. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just one of those things where like uh, <clears throat> yeah, just people like clock in and and. Mm. And at that point, it's like, you know, it gets handed down a line where it's like, it's not like they signed you, you know, some yeah. other person signed you and hands you off to this department is like, oh, what do we do with this? Yeah. Illegitimate child we didn't ask for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? like, <clears throat> that's the thing. That's why I've always tried to work with people. Like, you know, I went, we, with the cribs, we were always with which town, we're always happy with that. But we have had dalliances with other people that, yeah, just, I don't know. Yeah. Like this, you know, just suits, you know, just guys in suits who, who yeah. come in one day and just because they're working with it, they put a crib t shirt over their suit, <laughs> you know what I mean? And they're, and they're like, oh man, sorry, I, uh, I just, uh, I, this is so embarrassing, I didn't realize I was wearing this. It's like, it's obviously straight <laughs> it's like out of the box. Never this suit. <laughs> yeah, it's so insane. But that shit actually did happen, you know. Yeah, I've heard like had one story happen. about a label, a label boss who would, uh, <clears> he'd bring like his artists over to his his house and like mm. every time a new artist would come he'd hang uh 
that band's like poster yeah. over his kid's like bed, bed, bed. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you're my son's favorite band. Yeah. It's like every time a band would oh, go over there, it'd be like, <laughs> so lame, man. That's that one. That is almost creepy as That's well. Like, you know I mean? like, yeah, like changing the design of your kid's it. bedroom. That's creepy. <laughs> you're like, I don't care. If, you know what I mean? Like, do you do you like it? Yeah. You're cutting the checks. Your kid isn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, why are we in your kid's bedroom? Yeah. Like, how, like, how, why, why was the meeting taking place in the first place? Or maybe just things like maybe the meeting started somewhere else and the gradual flow. Of, you know what I mean? Maybe that's why it was headed. You know, it just, it just headed I got to start doing shit like that. Like, I don't yeah. think I do anything that on purpose ever in my life. Yeah. I think maybe it'd be awesome and creepy like, if I started doing like if I like had like a poster of you hanging up my yeah. bed like oh this is really embarrassing when you come in just like I just like a love exclamation it would it would be kind of cool I think would that you know, if you did actually start planning some really cynical weird stuff to do you know, <laughs> yeah. that would be kind of cool just to creep out your friends even I, mean, I was just thinking like when it, like the like I was trying to remember the last time I actually went to a band show. And, and went in their t-shirts when I was a kid yeah, yeah. when I would go to see like band I would always make sure I was wearing their shirt you totally. know and uh man I, I really miss being that into bands oh yeah, I mean? that, yeah that, I that, that was amazing I'm not that excited anymore and you'd be straight in it and like always like when I used to go to shows I'd always show up like yeah midday I'd take the day off school or skive off school and I'd show up like midday just so that I could get right to the front and be in the pit yeah. all the way through the gig you know yeah like, and you're like so what, when cool. did I drink water or take a piss or anything <laughs> yeah, exactly. like you're just like standing that's in the front that's what I think you did you know I, I, I just used to wait it yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. I kind of I've I've been think I've been uh, toying with the idea of starting to show up to band shows in their shirt. Yeah, even yeah, just even <laughs> your friends' bands. I just like local bands. <laughs> even, like, even, even weirder. Very yeah. cool. <laughs> I like make, yeah, make the make the day all about that. You know, it's like you know saying tonight that Slamji's playing and you got and um and Chris is drumming, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's like you know you should have we shouldn't be doing this interview today. You should have got up super early, been down <laughs> at McCown Park waiting at the gates in the t-shirt. You know, we could make we could make uh, homemade Solange shirts yeah. with like Chris, Chris, you know, Chris shirts. Yeah, well, Chris <laughs> works at Uber though. So I know him as the wine shop guy now. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? you see so him at the wine shop. We could possibly uh, integrate that into the shirt somehow. Maybe his face on the on the web. Well, for people out there that don't understand what the hell we're talking about, Chris work, also works at the local wine shop. Yeah, Chris where, Egan. He plays drums with Solange yeah. and me sometimes, and a bunch of bands. Adam Green. And yeah. So and so he's been he's been on tour with the Cribs a few times, and Shy's been out yeah. with you like a bunch. So. We know him, but he uh, he also like I always go to the wine shop on Bedford like pretty much every day and get two bottles of cheap red wine, and he works there, so he has tabs on my drinking, you know, which I find kind of disturbing. <laughs> he assists you, yeah. He's, he's, he's an saying, enabler. You want to watch out, man? You can end up with kidney stones. That's what he said to me And you didn't listen, <laughs> even though it's not related whatsoever. And I keep telling my mum that, and it's definitely not related. Yeah, so. but I mean, it's just like one of those things. I, I, I yeah, I've always, I've. I've heard they're like, yeah, they're what they're calcium deposits. I don't or something? know. I mean, like, and they're stones. Just like your kidneys. Yeah, it's just gross. I think we, I think we covered this this, <laughs> uh, this topic. You know, what I mean? I know, but, yeah, we did. Yeah, hey, you brought it up, man. I know. I feel like I've spoken about it, like every time I've been out recently. Yeah, it's What's like, a big I've deal, man? You're tell everyone about it. Cock. I know. Yeah, that's that's, that's all. That's, <laughs> you that's know all what it I mean? is. Like, it's like, yeah, it's on. It's like. That's not that interesting, is it? It is though, because it's like yeah. one of those things. That's, it's coming for all of us. Yeah, and I, think I mean, I've had shingles. I've gotten like old man, <clears throat> old man ailments and things mm. like that. But I guess that's just something that happens. I think, like, yeah, the 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 the, the, the thought of it, you know, the, the image of that happening and the reality of that happening is to a lot of people is just kind of vaguely horrifying. Oh yeah, you know? <clears throat> the thing that blood and that never the twain should meet, really. No. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Have you uh, have you seen any good movies lately? Have you been um, well, Have I seen any good movies? Well, I actually saw the I, I saw the sequel of Spinal Tap. Uh, oh, what? There's a sequel. Yeah, that's the thing. No one ever knew that there was a sequel. I never knew if there was one. I remember I, there was like that that album like with Bitch School. And yeah, stuff well, on, but, but, yeah, no, that, that's the thing. I kept like googling it, and uh, I couldn't find out any information. But I think that it's it's basically a, a show of them playing at the uh, Royal Albert Hall, but it has skits 
you know oh, they like, have like like yeah it's just, it was just on youtube so i, saw, I watched that that was pretty good you know, <laughs> you know real, like, real spinal tap just turned 30 this week it's 30 it? years old which wow. is insane yeah that's crazy which is crazy to think i was like five when it came out because it like, seems like it's been out forever like it's never not existed yeah and when you look <laughs> yeah yeah and I, I know exactly <laughs> what you mean yeah <laughs> i think that when you look at it it's made to look older than what it was as yeah. well anyway kind of you know, that was so that makes it seem those guys seem man. Longer. i've been trying to watch uh christopher guest has a new show on hbo called family tree right i've watched the first couple episodes it's good it's not yeah. like what you'd expect from a christopher it's more scripted more right okay. uh straight up story but that guy chris o'dowd is in it and he, i love him yeah I, which I one's chris o'dowd he's uh he's in the it crowd right. he's like I the, don't know. the I, irish boss right uh, on that show or like employee guy i've never seen it. I, I don't watch tv at all yeah. i mean i noticed you don't have a tv either. oh yeah i got a tv i got a tv, do have a there, TV. but i don't have cable i just right. watch like stuff on demand i just never ever watch tv ever whenever i've had my own place which is rare anyway but um i've never had a TV in it. I've just never been that bothered about it to get yeah. one. So I know I just watch stuff on my laptop these days. Yeah. But a lot of the things that I've been watching, really, um, since I've been sick, I've just, I've just been watching, uh, like, like you know, being on YouTube, just watching Queen stuff, because I really like Queen. Dude, I was going to just say Queen. My yeah. friend Justin Cherno, who also worked at the wine shop for a long time, yeah, went on a Queen bender, and well, he's, like, thing, on YouTube, it's, like, a treasure trove. Well, that's the so much of it. And that's the thing I've been on, um, like... Because I've been laid up in bed for a few days. Like, yeah, I went on a total bender of that, just watching like pretty much everything, just like interviews or like concerts and stuff. So, yeah. I mean, it's been really fun, but I'm kind of a little bit burnt out <laughs> by it now. You know what I mean? That's Wait, true. But they, have, but they don't have a, well, like one song that sounds like the next song, which no, is crazy. It's true. Like every song is like a totally different vibe. It's crazy. And a lot of big hits as well in totally different styles. But, yeah. But, but I think that, you know, as much as I like them, as much as I really enjoy these, when it gets to the point where you are watching videos literally on YouTube of a guy <clears throat> unboxing, you know, he's, he's just taking delivery of his new Brian May guitar and he's unboxing it and it's just a, you know it's just a, a guy unboxing the guitar it's like you've made it that it's far it's like man I've exhausted every possible I've, I've exhausted <laughs> everything opening up a guitar yeah a Brian <laughs> and doing his own review of it and stuff it's like man I've seen enough now. I've, yeah. I've seen everything now yeah I've gone to the depths of Queen yeah exhaustion have you seen any good movies um yeah right. I saw that I saw this is the end right oh, the, the, that's like I think I saw that advertisement the last time I went to the movies. I saw it yeah. on the trailers. It's like Seth Rogen, James Franco, Jonah Hill, right. Bride, all those guys, they play themselves all the as like all Hollywood douchebags. They play right. with their own names and then yeah. it's like they have to like figure that's, out what to do in the apocalypse that's together. kind of the ultimate ego trip I guess isn't it? <laughs> yeah. at that point it's like man like, those guys are so in vogue and so zeitgeist and so successful they mean let's just play ourselves yeah that's but what they're all like total see. assholes they play like oh, the ultimate asshole versions okay. of themselves which is great cool <laughs> so they're not taking the themselves seriously at yeah. all but um <laughs> so yeah uh yeah was it any good yeah I liked it man I liked it it's like you know it's a good mix of like smart humor with just like dick jokes and you know weird yeah just like fucking like yeah. giant demons with huge demon cocks right. chasing people around <laughs> nice. at the end of the world and like you know well I want, I want to go see I want to like I'm kind of I've been home alone for the last few days it's, uh, I'm gonna go to LA on Tuesday but been trying to kill time, so I was going to go to the movies tonight actually but maybe I'll come with you to the park yeah we should go now. see Solange but, but um, I mean that'll be done by like seven or eight anyway is anyone see else a movie playing too. I think they're last they're like oh, the they're last, last band okay. yeah so well, that'll be fun that's really early then right? yeah mostly well, you know outdoor deal probably yeah. have to like you know yeah. it's father's day they don't want to ruin yeah, the park everyone's going to get home to the fathers I suppose <laughs> Fathers go to bed early, I guess. You know, you're gonna yeah, get home. they're busy. They've, they've been Tuck fucking doing in. dad stuff all day. That's yeah. like, wears you out. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm trying to think, man. I remember like, once, I, like, my, I was dating this girl when I was at college. Uh, speaking of fathers, I was, like, 17. And I was, like, I was a goth at the time. I was, like, a scrawny, like, goth guy. I was, yeah. I was dating his daughter. <laughs> and, uh... One morning, like, it was like, I'd been out on a Saturday, and it's Sunday morning, and, and I saw him when I got back in from the pub on the Saturday night, and he's like, will you give me a hand with a job tomorrow morning? I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. And he knocks me up at, like, 7 a.m. or something on a Sunday. Yeah. And he's like, you got to come and help me with this job? And I'm like, yeah, okay, give me a minute. And then he knocks on the door again, getting more pissed off, like, come on, like, you know, hurry up. And I, I get out there. <laughs> 
And he's wanting me to help him cut down a tree, man. You know what I mean? Like, have you ever, I don't know if you ever tried to cut down a tree, but it's I have. I did it back there in the backyard. In the ass, man. So like, it hurts. I was out, you chop forever. It doesn't seem like you're getting anywhere. It was huge. Like, I was out there for like for hours. You know what I mean? And then there was a bit ways that you've got like a rope and you because you, you've got to pull it. You know? Yeah. What I mean? So it doesn't like smash. He's like, yeah. So something. it doesn't smash the house. I'm like, you know, I'm pulling it towards me. You know? Yeah, what I mean? That's yeah, essentially so. what I'm doing at this point. <laughs> so yeah, dad yeah, stuff. I want to smash the house, but I don't mm. want to smash me even more yeah <laughs> so i'm kind of glad to be over here for father's day stay out with that stuff man yeah, was it's that, really was a, not that was my, like a uk father's day moment uh well that, that was her but yeah it's just still it's all that stuff isn't it you know? so i'm just like i'm just not cut out for dad's stuff. i've always been like perfectly happy just drinking wine with my mum on a friday night you know <laughs> yeah. i've kind of got more of that uh you know <laughs> more of mama's that. boy yeah but yeah, we have an axe in our backyard, so we end up starting to chop shit all the time. But that's only when yeah. we're wasted, and one of us is going to lose a toe at some point. I'm yeah, sure, what chopping firewood and stuff. No, just that. like we chopped a tree down back there last yeah. night. We chopped a a, a, a plastic goose right. in half. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> that was about at like seven in the morning. Mm. We needed doing that, man. Did that, you know, you know that, was, that was an important job. That was at seven at seven in the morning. Yeah, I mean, we got home from the bar, and you know, when you live in a house like this with just wayward souls, there's gonna yeah. be a couple dudes drinking beers in the backyard, no chopping, matter what. Chopping goose, chopping, yeah. chopping a plastic goose. It's, the way, yeah. it's just the way we live here. It's how we roll. <laughs> mm. We don't unpack the boxes. No, have no but you have, you have. I like the fact that you have the spare cushion. For yeah, see, that's, yeah. that's thinking. I mean, you, you, you know, just in case one of your interviewees soils themselves. Exactly. Well, it's that, and it's like I was like, what if I want to get the matching footrest for this IKEA chair? Yeah. Then I'm gonna have most definitely have the actual cushion just in case. In case you need the poo fair, but <laughs> I think it's better just in case an interviewee soils and stuff. Yeah, I mean, because so. I I do get into the heavy questions yeah. a lot of the time. And yeah, people get really intimidated and they don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a you know a wig on the wall in case you feel yeah like, like you, you want to change person. Yeah, you want to you want to get away from yourself for a little yeah. while. And a yeah. cap and a and a towel, just yeah. in case. That's for the soiling again. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Do you keep your your laminates? See, I have like one laminate nail there that I keep all my old tour I've laminates on. Yeah, I've started to a little bit more. Like usually, like in the past, I was always kind of like the kind of person who's like um, I didn't like to keep anything. I always like, used to like to leave. I didn't like to be filmed or recorded or anything. I always like just preferred to like leave it in its mom and yeah. whatever and didn't keep anything Gary kept everything he has like um, a collection of yeah all like the laminates and passes and just just like all sorts of stuff he has like various stuff from every gig but I never kept into it now since I've been living out here um, and yeah when I come back and I've got I always have stuff like that in my suitcase I've kind of I just put them over the doorknob now you know? yeah but that's kind of annoying because like when, once you get a few it starts to get to the point where you start avoiding closing and opening the door because there's so many on there you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean and it, it, obviously you become to, you, um, you, know, you get too lazy to put a nail in the wall specifically yeah. for that reason yeah. who's gonna do that so yeah you've done no it. I didn't I do it those you nails did. were just there so yeah. I just sort of I you know delegated them I'm gonna have to put a nail in the wall so <laughs> mm. dude so many years in a band with your brothers yeah is it uh, is it like easier now or is there a point where it was just like weird I think it's just so many years in a band in general it's, yeah. it's kind of weird like, <laughs> yeah totally because as I was saying earlier like the music industry isn't that it's just not that cool a, a place yeah, like, yeah. To, you know what I mean you, like, you get ground down by um, there's a lot of things that can easily like grind you down and make you see that you not as enthusiastic about what yeah. you're doing anymore and that's the main kind of struggle I mean I've always like like still I still really love it because it's just what you, it's just what you do you know yeah, what I mean it's, totally. same as, like, you, it's like it's just what we do and it's what you love and it's kind of like you can't imagine life like doing anything different but I imagine that you, if you don't have that attitude you can see why bands don't last so, you know, a lot of bands don't last so long just because the industry is such a cynical place for, yeah. for like for for people that are doing it for the right reasons the music industry is, is such a yeah, it's cool. Cynical, find them, weird like, place. Yeah, you know? it's it's weird too because you can like, especially like when you've gotten to like where we have like mm. five albums in or whatever. Yeah, like 
it's just weird to see like you know an entire like two years of stuff you've worked on be like all boiled down to like the success of like a single one week um, and then like absolutely. just be like oh no go try again make another one and you're just like oh, oh like, that's all it really but remember. we went to tour for a long time exactly <laughs> like, like, well i like, even like you know like recently you know we like got given an award or we got one of the enemy awards and it's like for, and it was like for 10 years and it's kind of like the only we've only won like a couple of awards it's like one of the only ones and like it's like so weird to look at like i was really happy to get it i was really yeah. psyched and but then it was weird when i got it home and, and you look at it and you're like it's weird how like the, yeah, the last 10 years is literally boiled down into this and it's like, it's like a, you, a that's essentially all you get finger. from it yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's essentially all you get from it i haven't really yeah, yeah. gained any, i mean i'm still in a very similar situation to what i was when i first started the band you know i still don't live anywhere you know i still yeah. like don't have any you know i don't i don't like I, you know i live out of a suitcase i have very few possessions so it's kind of like uh, you know, I feel like yeah. The, the last ten years, like all I've really gained out of it is that middle finger. And it, it kind of says it all. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Totally. But yeah, I have one of those too. I just sent it to my brother though because I st- I got yeah. rid of all my belongings. Did I was you, like, I don't yeah. want all this stuff. I always do I that appreciate as well. it, but like I'm not going to mm. carry around this enemy award forever. You know? Yeah. Well, that's one of the. Only, it's actually <laughs> one of the only things that I have in my apartment. That's I have awesome. such a small apartment, but like you know, just ditched so much stuff over the years like just to, for the sake of like traveling light and for this you know just to, so you can keep doing what it is that you do but i, I mean it, it's so weird because you know yeah i've been in a band with my brothers for 10 years and being in the industry for 10 years and as much as it can piss you off and like as much as you hate i'm still like i'm totally psyched at the idea of making another cribs record yeah you know? totally. like, it, it, i mean i'm loving working on the on the band that i have out here exclamation point i've been loving doing that but then you know I've made that record and, and then I got speaking to my brothers and it was like um, yeah you know hopefully th- like sometime this summer we're going to start work on the next Cribs record awesome. and I'm like super excited about it you know because really you never lose that um, I don't know I think that if you are doing this for the right reasons just because you love it and because that's just what you do then you never it, it, somehow it, it, it always still seems exciting you know, and that's kind of what keeps you going I think you know, it still seems the, the idea of making another record and doing another show still seems exciting for some yeah, reason no, totally. like, I, mean, that's that's, what, I still love mm-hmm. like putting out the new record and fucking yeah. just like those shows like that first year you know what I mean when you're yeah. on the road playing for like we are, every you, town like the first time with the new songs I mean I guess you're going to be doing so a lot of uh, you know have you got a lot more time left on it because I mean you, yeah, you yeah. literally just put the record out right? yeah I've only just done the US and Mexico basically yeah. and then in the fall I'm going to do Canada and Mexico and the US I did Europe Mexico and UK. as well like, yeah cool I love yeah. going down there it's the best man they're so into it it's, like it's so one of my cool. favorite places to tour I mean it's so funny we went out there and we went I think we went out there at the end of a US tour which obviously in the US we just do like you know, like uh, clubs, eight, yeah, like clubs, yeah, thousand, yeah, that kind of thing. And we, yeah. then we went down to Mexico. And we were like doing, this, like we were driving to the venue. And it was this huge place. It was like this huge, like, like uh, you know, a few thousand, capacity, yeah. like like big place with an ego ramp. You know, like it just naturally built into the stage yeah. with an ego <laughs> ramp. Like wow. Um, <laughs> but when we were driving down there, it had like. Uh, we noticed all these stalls, you know, there's like a marketplace, and I was like, oh, oh. yeah, I noticed a bit of, merch. yeah, but I noticed a little bit of crazy bootleg merch, and I was like, wow, look, they've got bootleg merch, and then I realized that every single one of the stalls was, was a bootleg bootleg merch stall, yeah, that's the thing, you don't even bother stuff. bringing merch, because it's like, I'd rather just go out to those stands and buy well, my own shit that they make better than like, you'll get like a weird leather jacket Yeah, yourself, no, they have the like, crazy, <laughs> yeah, they have the crazy <laughs> stuff, like, you know, like mugs with like, you know, like metal bits like, like yeah. on it, and like, uh, they had like, um, like there, there was a hoodie that somehow they found a picture of our dog who you know <laughs> our dog in like a hoodie with his face really big on that's the back amazing. like that's genius so <laughs> obviously we all like we, we just went out and spent like all the money that we had on on bootleg Dude. merch that day we just bought loads of it it's like the crazy stuff but yeah I loved it down there beca- because um, yeah it just seemed like people were so passionate about yeah. it you know no, it's so awesome. fun get, to like, play just opening like we were opening for the mm. chili peppers and just yeah. like the fact that they asked us to be there, yeah, like made them love us and be like just like so supportive sure, from like yeah. the first note. Like it was just like, whoa, this is insane. Like, yeah, it's just like twenty thousand people like freaking out. Yeah, it's amazing. Just because they yeah. like us, you know. I, I mean? feel like they have such a good attitude to the <laughs> yeah. shows down there. You know, it's like 
like we were saying earlier, you know, we'd go to a show in in a band shirt and just freak out, and like you know, that's kind of what it's that's like. That's what they do, yeah. There, you know? And you can like go to a merch village of bootleg stuff and yeah. buy it on the way in, and be like, check it out. Yeah, there's no reason to not be wearing the shirt at that yeah. point. You know what I mean? There's <laughs> that much of it about, but um, yeah. So let's take, you, a, let's take a break and come back in a okay. sec. Dude, I love it. This episode of Nocturnal Emotions is brought to you by Scout Books, a great company based out of idyllic Portland, Oregon that makes little books for big ideas. Scout Books are pocket-sized notebooks and books made from 100% recycled paper, vegetable-based ink, and lots of love. Use Scout Books to transform your big ideas into tangible tools for marketing, communication, and note-taking. Scout Books has so many options to choose from, Cute covers, practical covers, simple covers, funky covers, line books, squared books, blank books, anything books. If you don't see anything you like in their library of ready-mades, you can design one you will take with you in the make-your-own option. Plus, Scout Books offers downloadable design templates, easy online ordering, friendly staff, and free shipping. Seriously, listeners, these guys are sponsoring my show today. Do me a favor. Check out their website www.scoutbooks.com support them for supporting nocturnal emotions plus guess what you nocturnal emotions listeners get to take 10% off any online order by visiting scoutbooks.com backslash nocturnal so go online today get to ordering and get to writing in your new scout notebook be a genius scout books make your own pocket powered eco awesome notebooks do it come on why not notebooks you got ideas write them down and we're back hi back in the room we're back <laughs> talking a little bit about david blaine and the red hot chili peppers i mean we've already, i think that we already spoke about those in the last part of the interview but not david blaine so. david blaine yeah i mean talking about when he got electrified electrocuted sean was uh, he was partly responsible for that the electrocution of david Blaine. yeah <laughs> you were though right that's what you were talking i got me. to play a few notes yeah. andrew wk really did he, he played some amazing yeah. some amazing songs he really went went for it went and played to town on the guy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> talking about uh saving up your paper route money to buy acoustic guitars when mm. you're in 12. But I didn't do that. I, 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 I worked in the kitchen. I worked pot, uh, washing dishes in the kitchen. £2.14 an hour. That must be illegal. Holy by the shit. Way. Two pounds an hour. That's like not even enough to buy a beer. Every yeah. Hour. And that sucks. But I did that like for about a year and bought, uh, and bought a guitar. Um, like got a Fender Jaguar, a, a Japanese one at the end of it, which was cool. Oh no, I got a Fender Jagstang, I think, you know, the Kurt Cobain one, which was cool. It was like worth doing it. But. Um, it sucks, man. But also, it's like <laughs> cliche as well of like working all over summer. You know what I mean to buy a guitar. Yeah. It's like I didn't realize that was a cliche until much later. But I'm kind of glad <laughs> you were a boy you know, of summer. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't get to see that summer at all. It's like everyone was just like you were just left school at the time, so everyone was just like getting stoned in the woods and just having fun and stuff. And I was like yeah, in the kitchen, just were you like washing dishes? Yeah. Oh man, I, I hated it. Yeah, I took like every job like that. I had so mm. many shitty ones. The, when they like fucking haze you it's like yeah. those kind of places like the kitchens no, the, are like it, where they're like, shot, they're like yeah. put you on like weird dumb errands that don't exist yeah. for like three hours where you're like I don't uh, know what the claw snapper is and they're like it doesn't <laughs> exist yeah no, I've got, I've got a lot of, I've got a lot of shit at that job but then it wasn't as bad as I did two jobs selling windows like one job selling windows over the phone you oh, know like phoning God. people and trying to sell windows oh my god and then Another one that was uh, selling windows door-to-door, like, both those jobs completely sucked. So you like, had two different window-related jobs? Yeah. But one of them, like, the first one uh, I got fired from, which and it was political, but anyway. And the second <laughs> one, I got... That sounds so... <laughs> well, I was selling a bunch of windows to a hospital, and I was, got a commission on it. But then if they fire you, then the, the manager gets all your oh. commissions. So she fired me, you know what I mean? Wow, and then took your commissions. Yeah. Wow, that sucks. She sucked anyway. Like she, she, like I would be, I would be then. She would like moan to me about all this like weird, weird shit that she had going on in her life. And I'd, I'd have to just sit there and listen to her oh telling me about like she had boils on like on on her ass or whatever. She's telling me all these gross stories. And I'm like, God, I don't need to know this stuff. But um, 
<laughs> and then the second one, like, I was selling windows door to door, and you just got the cliche thing of, like, yeah, like, people being, like, you know, inviting you in, you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. You weren't allowed to go in at all unless you were, like... <laughs> you, you would have to just get the sale and then send a representative around who would go in. But, yeah, you get, like, like, like barred people, like, hitting on you, trying to get you to come in all the time. It was, like, it was weird. <laughs> Dude. Oh, man. I love that shit. Mm. I, I love that everybody's been through that. Or yeah. Everybody... Most people have been through that, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> no. I mean, I, I think I increasingly meet a lot of people these days that haven't gone through that kind that's, of stuff. That's so know, weird I mean. to me. It's yeah, like, no. What do you do for it's all just incre- of your I, like, just Somebody just, more gave, more you just got your yeah. parents just gave you money it and seems then you just that got way. to do nothing? Definitely seems that uh, way. Yeah, so I guess though, that's like Williamsburg, maybe. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe it is. Yeah. Don't do anything until you go to art school and then yeah. just wait through that until your parents give you more money to open some yeah. shitty business that fails <laughs> <laughs> dude so like they, they couldn't not fail because when you think of like well, a lot of what the businesses are just like yeah such vanity projects it's yeah, like, yeah it's not gonna work but yeah anyway. you're like why you have a sh- sh- yeah. store with one t-shirt displayed that yeah. like you replace that's like four hundred dollars every time You've never sold one of them. But I find that with bands a lot as well, like a lot of bands that I meet these days, and it's like, yeah, it's it's just seems like someone's vanity project, you know yeah. what I mean? I think that maybe because it's not a viable, you know, way, it's not a viable um, job anymore, yeah. as it were, or it's not a viable way of making any kind of living, that a lot of the people that I meet these days that have just got a band or have started a band or that I play, you know, that you end up doing shows with, yeah, it seems like essentially just a vanity project yeah. for someone yeah, like, you know what I mean well, you have like a yeah. job that pays really well when you get done with this yeah. five day tour or you just no, don't I work do in general yeah, yeah exactly so weird I don't yeah I don't get I'm, it. Not, I'm not just saying that no, for like, I mean, like man it's just, it's just no, a, a fact that I've like encountered weird, yeah. a lot recently <laughs> yeah. I think we should create a TV show or a, a movie or a Broadway play yeah. just create a show if we were to do it if we were to like to go to Hollywood tomorrow and pitch this mm. What would you want to make? Would you want to make like a TV show, like episodic reality, or do you want to make a movie? Or would you I think a rea- I, I, I mean, it's funny that you ask this. I've thought about it. I actually, I've actually thought about this vaguely before. I thought a reality TV show where they visit a small town in a different, you know, like in any country. You know, it could be like the US or the UK. But every week they visit another small town and they just film. And uh, a battle of the bands contest. Oh wow! Yeah, that's film awesome. All, but they also film all the like, you know, the the the, the week in the run up to it. You know, where people are selling tickets to the, the family. Oh or, yeah, like, yeah. Or, like you know, all the smart talk sort of. that goes on. Like, <laughs> yeah. All this stuff behind the scenes where you know that you know one of the dads that manages. You know, because obviously all the man- bands are managed by the dads. You know, what I mean, you interview all those guys. And, yeah. Like, then obviously, like something to do with like the person that's putting on the battle of the bands is managing one of the bands, and you, you know they're going to win yeah. immediately. You know what I mean? I think yeah. that small town battle of the bands should be televised, and oh, yeah. uh, you know it would be a good reality. That show. would be a really good reality yeah. show, and like, uh, <laughs> and you also I'm get just to s- you could get like kind of like a Gordon Ramsay kind of character mm-hmm. that's like a. Uh, like uh, an older rock star guy, yeah, that could yeah, just be like yeah, a real I dick. So. I mean, but like not like fucking what's his name, not like. Uh, well, I used to love Rock of Love with Brett Michaels. Oh I yeah, that show's that show, awesome. Man. Show's amazing. Is, what, is, they're not they're not doing that anymore. I, what, I think he's on like a different it. smaller network or like some like web thing. He's doing yeah. like some sort of Brett Michaels in. A, I think Preston and I were talking about mm. this the other day. He's doing like Brett Michaels in like a an RV. It's like he's driving right. around in an RV like with a bunch of girls. Like yeah. love RV. God, I I loved that show and they've got to bring that back. I mean, an interesting anecdote is from that is um when the Cribs were out making our fourth record in LA, we were watching it. Because we, we were in LA for like weeks, so we'd watch it every week, and we were obsessed with it. We watched it religiously. Yeah, yeah. You know, we'd cut off recording to go watch. Yeah, it. we. I think we were watching it like religiously at that point. Too. Yeah, so we were watching it all the time, and um, like I picked look, my favorite. I can't remember what she was called. One of the, the girls with the dark hair. She was my favorite. I was. I was like, oh, I want her to, and she's cool. You know, she's like. I was the, the older one. one, like the one who was like just down to earth. No, it okay. wasn't. You know, she wasn't all the like. She had black hair though, but um, that's all I remember. And but anyway, like on the last day 
um, you know, we watched the finale, and we went out. We just happened to go out that night to the Rainbow. <laughs> oh, uh, went yes. on the night that the finale was. Um, oh, amazing! Uh, was uh, like aired, but it was dead. It was completely dead in there that night. But the, the two girls that were in the final were both out there and they were really dressed up so I, oh, guess they, yeah. I guess they thought that you know it's the rainbow, it, it, it yeah. aired tonight and it'll be at the rainbow and yeah. everyone will have seen it and it'll be packed and there'll be like loads of people like, yeah. you know. but it's, it was a bummer because it was it was completely dead but they were there all dressed <laughs> up so I was I was like I'm, we just finished the record we were celebrating <laughs> yeah. the record I'm, like, I'm gonna go off and talk to them you know? so I went <laughs> up and I was like oh yeah you know I really like uh, like you're my favourite on the show or whatever and uh <laughs> Yeah, after that we couldn't shake them really for the rest. You know, the ones oh. I found out we were in a band at all, they were just like hanging out with us like <laughs> all night, and they're like, "Well, where are you staying? We'll come back and party with you and all this kind of stuff." It was like, I got photos with them, but it was, it was like I, I, I was actually kind because of, I'd been watching it all the time. I was genuinely kind of starstruck when I met them. I didn't really know what to say. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean, totally. I was really amazed that they were actually there because we were so obsessed with this show. Yeah, you know? that's amazing. I love that. Mm. I can't I can't remember any of their names, but I definitely had like two or three. One was called Mindy, I think. The girl called Mindy was there as well, but I can't remember what the other girl was called that I liked. <laughs> Reality TV. Yeah. You're a star. We can't but remember. we need to get back to our show yeah. as well, though, you know. Because well, obviously, it's like... Well mapped out. I mean, there's pretty... pretty yeah. yeah. Who could we get? Like, we, we don't want, like, a... Don't want like a Johnny Rotten. You want, you want, no, you want someone who's going to make, who's going to turn it in, who's going to like really dramatize things that do, that really don't need dramatizing. Well, maybe, maybe we you know could get mean? Brett Michaels since he doesn't yeah. have like a show right now. He's not doing Rock of Love. I oh, know, but he said he had a show with the. Uh, I think feet. so. Something, something. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but mm. the fact that I've not heard anything about it besides Preston telling me is probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> It would have to be. I think it would really have to be. Um, it would. It would have to be a cock rocker that would host it. You know, what I mean? oh, like yeah. a proper like maybe LA like, cheese metal. Uh, you know who's who's really good is uh, fuck. What's his name from? Uh, oh god, I can't remember anything. I'm just totally blanking everything right now. Right. He's got long hair. Yeah, of course he has. <laughs> Oh well, that God! Things down. Uh, oh, Sebastian Bach. Oh yeah, no, Seb- sure, yeah he would get good. he would get into the spirit of it. I think. I think he'd be a yeah. good sport and like actually like yeah. play up the drama of it. But like what, be what, like really, he'd be like supportive too. I feel like. What's he doing these days? Because I, I, I didn't didn't he have a few problems or something? Recently? I don't know. I mean, I think he's one of the most well-adjusted ones. Like right. he's like um, he was on. Uh, Gilmore Girls for a while. Okay, <laughs> he's so like, really well. He played yeah. like in a band with one of the Gilmore Girls. Okay, uh, <laughs> on the show. Wow. And uh, yeah, I think he's got. I mean, I don't know. We should call. We should get. We should get Sebastian Bach. Yeah. Involved. Yeah. So just get okay. It's not the show. Just get a cock rocker, and every week he goes to a, a small town in any country, anywhere in the world, because it's always the same. Yeah, I and like you to just see spend, one in like Japan. Yeah, and you spend a week there just <laughs> filming the. You know the 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 um you, you know a battle of the bands con- contest, all the smack talk, all the selling tickets to the parents and all the friends. You, you interview and the, the big show, yeah. Big you interview the, the the dad managers, you know, you, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and then you get the you big show. Follow them to work as they try to like sell the tickets to their coworkers. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, for sure. <laughs> like all the awkward, like, nah, I yeah. think I'm gonna keep my money for. Things I actually want to do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe good. I, I mean, I like. I, I I love. I just love the concepts of a battle of the bands. It is so oh, yeah. Like it's immediately going to be such a bitchy, bad vibe kind yeah. of like horrible situation. It's called Battle of the Bands. You know what I mean? <laughs> All the bands are totally different styles as well. Always, so. you always get a horrible funk metal band at one of those. Oh yeah, things. always. always. You're like, well, like you're like, you don't even listen to this kind of music. Yeah. No. Nobody does. When we, when we first started, we like, often get um, like local support bands. I, I used to quite like having local support bands, especially for promoting you what they're doing. They get like yeah, a yeah. cool like local band. I was like, oh, that's fun. But um, yeah, we once played somewhere in York, and like it was two high school bands that supported it. So I was like, oh, this could be fun. But one of them was this, oh god, like the worst like funk metal band. I think they did like a couple of Limp Biscuit covers and oh stuff like god. that. They were like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that makes me feel weird. Yeah. Let's take a break. Mm. <laughs> Hello, Earwolf fans. 
This is Harmar Superstar of Nocturnal Emotions, here to let you know about my new album, Bye Bye 17. What you're listening to right now is the first single, Lady You Shot Me, and the rest of the album is full of sweet, saccharine soul, just as this. Cult Records will be releasing the album on April 23rd in the US and May 6th in the UK and Japan. So get ready, look out for it. Pre-order it now on iTunes for only $4.99, a limited time offer. You won't regret it. Go to harmarsuperstar.com for tour dates and cultrecords.com for more information on this glorious record. Bye Bye 17 by Harmar Superstar. You will love it. And I'm out. Back to the show. Oh yeah, we're uh, That's we're a good break. Yeah, good break. Nice, yeah. relaxing, good time. Uh, we're uh, nearing the home stretch of nocturnal emoting, uh, and uh, it's, it's the part of the show where uh, I like to go deep on the lyrics of a song that you might love, or you know, one of your favorites, or a song that you know very well. Uh, let me ruin your favorite song, Ryan. Okay. Uh, what? Uh, it doesn't have to be your very favorite song. But no. What's uh, What's a song you'd like to go deep on this afternoon? Uh, well, I was thinking about Jenny Bay. I was thinking that, like we should maybe do a Queen song just because we mentioned it. Yeah. Uh, mentioned oh, earlier on, genius. but also <laughs> uh, yeah. But the um, also the uh, like it's kind of like a song that people probably know as well. You know what I mean? Because like oh, yeah. if people ask me generally. My favorite song might be some, you know, I'll always pick something like ridiculous that no one's ever heard of. But bicycle, so, <laughs> yeah, no, but people heard of bicycle. I guess it's so weird though. Yeah, I love that. I, do too. I thought it was really weird until I listened to it again recently. I was like, man, it's actually like it's really subversive. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's crazy, but. Um, I don't know, maybe like Don't Stop Me Now or something. Yes. That's kind of like... A, it's not my favorite Queen song by a long I love way, this but I, it's I, such a popular song. It's one of my favorite song. karaoke songs, for sure. Is it? Well, it's you can hard do, to sing. Man, Queen songs are karaoke <laughs> impossible. You always think that they've got all these like songs that'd be great to sing, but as soon as you start, you're like, oh, man, this dude, is a bad like a range, idea. Yeah. But I bet you can hit... I got, I got yeah, this. You I got, got, you I got, got yeah. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do it if I didn't get it. No. <laughs> Let's play a clip of Don't Stop Me Now. For the people at home. I'm gonna have myself a real good time. I feel alive. And the world, I'm turning inside out. I'm floating around in ecstasy. So don't stop. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Don't stop me now. Okay, so I love this song. It's going to be hard for me to pick it apart, but I, I think there's there's definite places where I, <laughs> I have some problems okay. lyrically. But uh, so tonight, if I were a grammar Nazi, the first sentence would like kill me. Tonight I'm going to have myself a real good time. Yeah, you know, it's grammatic. I mean, in songs I can forgive it. No, it is. I think grammatically <laughs> it's kind of wrong, but I think some people do talk that way. Right? Yeah, yeah, totally. It's a re it's real, and it's yeah. in a song. I feel like you know, in song like punctuation, all that shit doesn't exist. You know what I mean? No. I tried to do that in my first lyric sheets, and was like, this feels dumb. You know, that's the thing. It's bizarre because I, I wouldn't have picked up that line unless you had mentioned. You know, unless we were actually doing this. You know? Yeah, it never seemed jarringly wrong. To yeah. Me. yeah, so it feels alive. And the world will turn around inside out in ecstasy. Oh, he's floating around in ecstasy, by the yeah, way. Which no, seems yeah. kind of gross. Like, there's a guy at a party just like 
floating above everyone going like ah. oh just like literally just like it, like you know like Scrooge McDuck in a pile of coins just you know a pile of like you know Ecstasy. pills you're like, you know get out I mean? of our pills you're getting sweat all over our pills I did actually <laughs> always used to think that when you know when I was younger when I was a kid bizarrely I used to think that floating around in ecstasy I imagine him floating around in a lot of ecstasy but um, that you know it's weird how like that yeah that's what I thought when I was a, when I was a child so. don't stop me now so he's like ruining everyone's ecstasy at the party because yeah. he's having a good time having a good time yeah that's just selfish yeah, yeah we, we, we've established it i mean if, if you're <laughs> not in ecstasy yeah you're having a good time man. i mean you don't need to uh we don't need to and like who's trying to stop him <laughs> like, these guys captain buzzkill maybe <laughs> no who's the person that's trying to stop him who, who we're talking about someone who was a uh someone someone that was just a real buzzkill earlier oh uh fuck who is trying to stop him i mean we were talking about it uh, earlier someone someone who was just like like uh, the guy the guy from the the record label that wears your t-shirt over over his suit maybe that's who it was yeah i mean i guess yeah he's a twat yeah he can be the guy that's trying to stop him so he's a shooting star leaping through the sky like a tiger mm. Uh, which tigers don't do they don't leap through the sky uh, I, I quite like the, I quite like the image the image is like, good tiger does de- leap, but he does clarify that he's defined the yeah. laws of gravity yeah uh, he's a racing car passing by like Lady Godiva uh, and uh like uh, Lady Godiva passed by naked from <laughs> on a horse ride. Yeah, yeah. So that's awesome. But you know, if you're in a racing car and you're naked, the impact may be lost because you'll be going ba- past so quickly that people won't be able to see if you're naked or not. Right? <laughs> that's true. And you know, and also this is like this is a testament to the song. Like I love, like. Uh, like obviously gay men and pop music parading around in a super gay fashion in front of the public who is unwitting the the public were unwitting especially that's what I'm going to say the the geniuses is people didn't realize it like you know the look that Freddie went for in the 80s well I mean even like throughout his career you know with the you know in the 70s when he does this song in the video he's wearing full leathers and a leather cap which is an outrageously camp image you know what I mean it's like (laughs) but then in the 80s he went for the clone look you know the the short hair the Mustache, yeah, uh, you know, quite macho. You know, the, 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 you know, the, the San Francisco clone look, which yeah, was yeah. like the, possibly the most um, kind of famous, if you will, like you gay know, look. like gay look. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the were, but the general public just thought they this is just know. so macho. He's making like, Lady Godiva references, like and yeah. like like George Michael, like dancing, like doing like the most awesome womanly dances and singing about like Doris Day it's like that's just not what a straight man does but the general public as well thought yeah I, for sure like I, I, I love that like, I, I love, love the, that like, it's amazing but the, the, the funny thing is is like yeah the, the, the general male the, uh, th- thought that Freddie because he had a mustache was like a mechanic guy or something you know just, <laughs> yeah. a, just, a, just a, a real kind of like you know uh, macho guy <laughs> <laughs> where all I had to do was hear him speaking you know the way you know the, oh like, my the things God. He would say, you know, and like you know, he was like he was a very, he wasn't like uh, like uh, quite over the top how camp he was at times, you know. So it's like, um, I, yeah, I love that. Uh, that's some of, that's one of my favorite things about like just like I mean, because now that would never happen. People would be like, oh, that guy's gay, yeah. it's not a big deal. But like yeah. in the eighties, people were so in denial, or like the seventies, sixties. I think like, that's what a lot of it may like, have been. <laughs> Liberace, people didn't yeah. know Liberace was gay. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's insane yeah <laughs> it's just like yeah, blink it's like a blinkered attitude and it has that you know it has that whole thing of oh, yeah, it's incredibly ignorant being blinkered in that way but also at the same time it's like yeah they probably just didn't want to think that so yeah, therefore didn't accept it yeah <laughs> so anyway that's a testament to the song but uh so he's passing by naked like Lady Gad- Godiva he's, gonna he's go. in a racing car and it's going really fast and you know he's going <laughs> to too fast and he's like sitting down he around in the, yeah. in the, in the, you'd have to be like have just the right angle looking down yeah. here yeah uh, he's burning through the sky, 200 degrees. That's why they call him Mr. Fahrenheit. Yeah, that's Nobody what, calls him Mr. Fahrenheit. I've always called, I, I, you know, Freddie F, man. Everyone knows him as, you know, <laughs> Freddie Fahrenheit. You, do, you, do you think so? Well, I mean... Mercury. I, I mean, he's I, Mercury. I, I've never called him Mercury ever. It's always <laughs> Fahrenheit for me. Mr. Fahrenheit. That's Mr. Like, Fahrenheit, that's your, car, your car has arrived. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, he changed his name. He was, he was christened for Rock Bull Sarah, and then he changed his name... Well, it's Freddie Mercury, but everyone knows him as Mr. <laughs> Fahrenheit, really. 
Yeah. He's traveling at the speed of light. He wants to make a supersonic man out of you. That's yeah. awesome. That's like just straight up for real. Yeah, uh, because like <laughs> you know, what what is a supersonic man? It sounds very heroic, uh, but like supersonic just means faster than the speed of sound. So he just wants to make but you not go faster, faster than the speed right? of light. Yeah, yeah, not faster. He's going the speed of light. Yeah. So really, he wants he, he, he wants, wants you to still be sub- yeah, subpar to him. Yeah, exactly. He still needs to be like. <laughs> I mean, he'd be nowhere near that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then okay, so he's uh, don't stop me now. I'm having such a good time. I'm having a ball, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, we don't even need just to go there. Just the one. Just having one ball. Don't stop me now. <laughs> if you want to have a good time, just give me a call. That's fine. It's fine. So, wait. Then he gets on a rocket ship on his way to Mars on yeah. a collision course. This doesn't sound like a very safe journey. No, he, I mean, like... But also, if, he's, if, if he was already traveling at the speed of light, getting on a rocket ship is, is like, severely impeding his progress. It's dangerous for the rocket ship. Everyone on the rocket ship. Well, like, there's going to be this maniac at the front of the rocket ship going faster sure, than everyone. but he would have got to Mars much quicker without the aid of the rocket <laughs> exactly. ship. You know, I know. He's just showing off at that point to everyone yeah. else on the rocket ship, I think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's a satellite. He's out of control. I mean, satellites don't even move. He's They're just satellite. like floating. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm a satellite. A, a satellite is trapped in something else's orbit. So it's, uh, you know, yeah, it's not getting anywhere. It's just going in circles. Oh, wait, he's a. I am a sex machine ready to reload like an atom bomb. Oh, well, that's just. That, I mean, that is atom bombs cool. don't oh, reload. They're a one use thing, really. It's like yeah. use once and uh, use once and dispose. Well, really, you wouldn't want destroy, to just have like, cartridges literally. of like nuclear material, like just a to reload. I'm just like blasting them out. <laughs> one, you know. That's but, just dangerous. Yeah, they are literally use once and destroy. He's an atom bomb. I think. I mean, he just goes back into like he's just he brings up Mr. Fahrenheit like a few more times throughout the song, which I mean I think that's just like really him trying to brand his own nickname. That's why yeah. it worked on it you. Is, yeah, just, really, just forcing a nickname. He never did. I was, I was like, I was <laughs> just, I know, I know. But yeah, he, yeah, I think he was trying to force that force that point. But um, uh, yeah, mate, he just never stuck. It's not really natural, you know. Yeah. But you know, I think we we got there. I think we yeah. did. I mean, there's a lot of fallacies in the lyrics, but yeah. you just have to go with them. I, we can definitely ruin it like these these similes are are not they're not I like the uh, i'm a sex machine ready to reload because that's it's like, good because when does the sex machine need to like when does the machine need to reload <laughs> in general you know it's when like, it's like out of but problem, i like the I fact that he's like admitting that he's a sex machine <laughs> but he's actually like you know he's he's done at that point yeah, he, he's, he's ready to reload he's had know. his break he's ready to get yeah. back into the game yeah <laughs> 200 degrees is way too hot, too. That's like when you go to the hospital. Yeah, I think that... What, what is it? I think... It's like 105. Is it yeah, 105. That's uh, like when you're like seriously dying. Yeah. What is it? There's one that's like overdose. There's one... I can't remember what that is. Uh, mm. Maybe that's a little bit too... Uh, <laughs> I probably shouldn't know that anyway. No, but, yeah. I mean, anyway. but I guess if you you might overdose that yeah. much, so you become two hundred degrees if yeah. you roll around in that much ecstasy. Two hundred degrees, yeah. I think you, you, <laughs> you, 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 you just increase the body temperature. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, <clears throat> if it was floating around in it, then yeah, <laughs> two hundred degrees is quite a it's quite a conservative estimate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's consider uh, Don't Stop Me Now Ruined, but still yeah. an amazing song. Because, still I mean, a good song. It's just the tune just takes you there. Yeah. And it, but again, I, I just want to, re- like, you know, just for the listeners out there, it isn't my favorite Queen song. <laughs> but, you know, uh, I, I prefer some still of the latest stuff. Still a good one. Yeah, it is a good one. Well, man, thanks for coming in. Let's go to we the park. There. Let's yeah, watch let's go to the park. Yeah. Get a beer. Hell yes. Yep. You gotta love Queen. If you don't, you're not human. Don't stop me now. Successfully ruined. But not. You can't. The melody will just take you back to the place that you love. Thanks, Ryan, for coming in. Uh, I I had a great time in the Masturbatorium talking bullshit with you, and I hope you come back soon. And I can't wait to hear the exclamation pony stuff. All of you at home, you can go get the new song, uh, Rumors, at soundcloud.com backslash backslash exclamation pony. Do it. Get that for free. It's a free song. Why not? And check out The Cribs. I don't know if I mentioned this in the beginning, but, you know, uh, another great thing about The Cribs is that they're all brothers. It's Ryan and his his paternal twin, Gary, and their brother, Ross. And I love that shit. I love when it comes together. 
three brothers turn out to be the coolest dudes ever and write some of my favorite songs. Keep doing it. Keep that shit up. I love it. This week, you're not going to be able to find me anywhere. Well, I might be traipsing around Minneapolis a couple nights, so if you're there, say hello. Give me a high five. Uh, If not, you know, um, I'll be playing at the uh, Knitting Factory the last Friday of this month of June. Late show. Five dollars. Doors at midnight. Um, So that's going to be fun. And uh, Born Cages are opening that. And then uh, I'll be doing a show at North Door in Austin on July 6th. And I'll be hanging around there for all of Fourth of July weekend. So get excited for that. Austinites, I'm excited to be around to get American with you, eat a hot dog, drink a beer, cook out, play a show, then head to LA for about a week. And uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, Smash Mouth, Sugar Ray, and the Gin Blossoms at the Greek Theater with my friend John Ringhoff. So yeah, that's <laughs> that is gonna be fucking terrible and amazing. And we're gonna know the words to every song, I bet. And it's gonna be the night of our lives. So I'm gonna go in there with a great attitude and just really make it happen. McGrath, I'm coming at you. Let's nocturnally emote and all of Smash Mouth. Oh my God! If I can get that singer's voice onto my computer, talking about nocturnal emotions, think about that, guys. It'd be fucking horrendous and amazing. Let's do this. Uh, till then, have uh, a great week. Next week, I've got my friend Jack Dishel uh, of Only Son and just uh, a great uh, New York comedian slash man about town. Uh, artists, uh, you're gonna love him. He's one of the most interesting guys I know. So tune in for that. And uh, fuck, love you. Harm our sleepy time. Boo bye. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Ackerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolfradio.com The Wolf Dead.